0: Uh, This could mean many different things to many different people. Um, It could include body language, subconscious, physical and psychological triggers, someone's smell. Uh, But I would put those things more into the attraction bracket rather than the love bracket. Love is uh, a completely um different thing and the language around this is different too because when i'm talking about language in this context i'm referring to the book the five love languages by gary chapman in uh, this book he describes how you have learned through your life experiences a preferred way to feel loved to be cared about to feel like you're a priority to someone else or to know that someone else cares about you. And you will have a mix of these to a varying degree, but everybody will have a primary love language that triggers something inside of you uh, to feel to just know that the person in question is emotionally connected to you in some way and this is the way that you will prefer to be shown because this is the only way you're going to actually really know that you feel that from somebody. So I'm going to sort of go through what the five different types of love language are and then discuss their implications within your relationships. So the first language, love language, is acts of service. Uh, this may sound like you require the other person to be at your beck and call, um, to wait on you, etc. But it refers um, to the phrase basically that actions speak louder than words. For example, you are working hard at your computer and getting a little bit stressed, and your partner just walks up and pops a coffee on your desk. Um, they like to, you to know that. Uh, you know, you're appreciated, and that someone will do things in order to show this. So it isn't about them waiting on your hand and foot, uh, doing everything that you ask them to do. It's if they just sort of go out of their way in order to do something for you without you probably even asking, or they'll do something, you know, they they know that you like to be done. Uh, They'll take the weight off your kind of shoulders for you. Take some responsibility off of your hands. So they're basically they're reaching out to show, look, I care about you and I'm doing this in order to, to show you that. The second one is words of affirmation. So in a nutshell, if this is your love language, you like positive words of affection and because they make you feel understood and cared about. This could be I love yous, compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement. Uh, You could also respond to texts, uh, positive media, social interaction, um, because you need to hear or see words in order for you to feel like someone cares about you. Uh, third one is quality time so that you love if your partner wants to spend time with you and not only loves to spend time with you or actually go out of their way to make time to be with you. They're willing um, and eager and keen uh, for where possible for you to be together. Uh, they think of things for you to do together. And when they are with you, they give you their full attention and you feel like they are present with you in the relationship. So they're giving you this attention to make you feel like they're with you at that moment, and they're not kind of looking at their phones or distracted by other things. Um, They're making an effort to do things that you like to do, kind of making suggestions around that but really kind of putting themselves out to, the, to so that you know that they care by giving you their time. Uh, the next one's physical touch. Uh, basically, it is what it says on the tin. You love to engage in physical contact. You want someone to give this to you as well. This could include kissing, holding, um, hands, uh, snuggling up on the sofa, uh, of course, sexual intimacy, um, because the connections through the sensation of contact is essential for you to feel loved. And obviously, if you don't have the connection with someone physically, um, it, you're not going to feel uh, connected to them in any kind of way, shape or form. And then we have gifts. So the visual representation of love. If you want to look at it that way. Um, If someone can give you something that means something to you, it's not around how much it costs, uh, but the thought that they put into it for you, uh, you will feel as though they care about you. They consider that you may like something um, that you were on their mind uh, in the moment of that purchase or when they pick this thing up for you. It's important to understand that you have a primary way of feeling loved and that the people that you are with will have their own way too. And it may be different to yours. So giving someone time when they want to hear words just won't make them feel like you care. You may think that they should know that you care because you always want to be with them. Um, But if you never say it, they won't feel it if they need to be told. And this is where a lot of problems seem to occur, especially when we sort of go out into the dating world, uh, when we get to know somebody, uh, because we don't know them. We don't know their primary style. We don't know what they like. Um, So we kind of have to figure that out as we go along. And even in longer term relationships, I guess, you know, in my experience, most people don't actually know what their partners are primary love languages in fact they don't even know what their own one is because it's not something that we have a tendency to sit around and think about we don't sort of sit here and think oh how do i like to be shown that i'm loved but what we do say is i don't think you love me i don't think you care because you might not do this and you might not do that so let's try and put a bit more of a positive spin on that and you know, have those conversations, as we know, key to successful relationships is quality communication. So for figuring this out for yourself will be very beneficial, because you'll be able to understand how this works for you. And also, it will be able to show you maybe how you're giving affection as well, because we have a tendency to show affection in the way that we like to receive it. So if your primary style is to be cuddled and hugged and physical touch and physical contact in some way and your partner, someone that maybe you're dating is they like to hear it. So as you start to have feelings for somebody and you think that by holding their hand or giving them hugs all the time that they should really know that you care about them, if you never say it, then... They're going to maybe feel it sometimes because you're close to them, but they're not going to really know it because you're not saying it and vice versa. You know, you could get to know somebody or be with someone for a while and they keep telling you how much they care about you. And all these words are coming out of their mouth, Um, but they never kind of instigate any kind of physical contact. So if they don't hold your hand, if they don't instigate a cuddle, if they don't you know, put their arms around you, you know, if they don't want that physical closeness, um, then again, you're not gonna feel like they really care about you because it's not gonna feed your primary style. As I said, we kind of have a mixture of these things, um, but there will be one that's more important to you than the rest and so when you are embarking on these relationships or even if you've been in a relationship for a while then you need to kind of communicate that to somebody so have that sit down that conversation you know it's not a hard conversation to have you know you could just sort of say something along the lines of so you know when uh, you know when do you feel like i love you what what sort of things do i do that make you feel that you like i care about you and hopefully, you know, if they give them time to go away and think about it, they'll be able to think of some instances which are actually more important to them than others. And then to improve your relationship, you then can say, okay, well, this is my primary style. Um, for us to feel even more connected maybe than we are already, for us to kind of put things back on track in our relationship, or actually, you know, when you're just getting to know somebody, that you say, okay, for this kind of to move on to the next step, Um, this is how I like to be shown affection. And I'm going to show you the same thing in return. So where do these come from? Um, So these come from our early interactions as children, and they're deeply embedded in our subconscious. When we grow up, uh, our parents will have a certain way or our caregivers will have a certain way of showing us that they care about us. And how we interpret that will then lead us to kind of look for that in the future so again if you were told that you were loved a lot as a child and that kind of came across from your parents as a reinforced space then you know the words are going to be important to you as you get older if they didn't really say it you know I've worked with quite a lot of clients in the past and they said I just knew that my parents loved me and kind of exploring what that meant to them they kind of can then figure out what their parents used to do in order to make them feel loved. Um, So if you can kind of figure that out for yourself, you'll have a deep understanding of where that sits in your subconscious and why that's your primary style. Um, And again, if you do struggle to only have one style, again, it's it's another thing for you to really think about because if you really have a predominant way of being... Uh, that you feel loved and cared about, then you're going to find that that's going to be quite a difficult thing for you to fulfill on a regular basis. Um, So again, it's about opening yourself up to the possibility that actually you can still feel loved, you can still feel connected to somebody and cared about by somebody, by other things that they do, and bringing that into your awareness. Uh, Because if I only ever feel loved if someone says it, And, you know, there are going to be a lot of people that won't say it. And therefore, even in other relationships, not just your intimate relationships, if you don't get these words of affirmation from people, you're going to struggle to feel validated and important and cared about. Um, So if we can take a step back and say, okay, how does this person show that they have that I have their support? that I have their love, that I have their caring, I have I've had things from them that, you know, validate this relationship. Um, and then you can learn to accept that from other people as well. Um, because there are going to be some people that aren't going to be able to change. There are some people who are going to be so entrenched in their own behaviors that stepping out of their comfort zone is not going to be something that they're going to be, able to do very easily. They might be able to do it for a short period of time, uh, but they might not be able to do it consistently. Or well, some people just won't do it at all because it just takes them out of their safety zone. And so we need to be prepared for those types of relationships. But if we can open ourselves up to accepting that there are more ways than just the way we're used to, then we can look at these people and go, okay, they're really, you know, they're really trying to show me this. They are showing me this through their actions. They're showing me through their words, the deeds that they carry out, the things they do for me. Um, And they really do care about me. And that that can help us then to be closer to them and feel feel validated and appreciated a lot more. There are occasions, unfortunately, when your your primary love language won't be based on healthy experiences. Um, And this will create an unhealthy need to be shown affection in certain ways. So an example of this would be gifts um, may have been the only things that you received as a child. They may have only been expensive gifts. Your your parents may have not been able to give you much time or love and affection, um, but the way they made up for that was to buy you expensive stuff. So then as you get older, when you start meeting people to have other relationships with, if they don't buy you expensive stuff, then you're not going to think that they really care about you. Um, and that's just not because it's a different primary uh, love language that they've got, but it's actually just, you know, maybe they can't afford to buy you expensive gifts. So they can't afford to keep buying you things all the time. Um, but that doesn't mean they don't care about you. And that's what I was saying just now about kind of opening your mind up to the possibility that there are other ways that they could show you and for you to kind of break that need within you to need these gifts as a way of validating who you are. Um, you may need words to be said in a specific way, as you were told as a child, uh, certain things in a certain way. And now you carry specific meanings that could be tinged with negativity. Um you know, you could have been told things in a bad way about you. You could have been put down, you know. So, you're again, you're looking for your positive words all of the time to make you feel good about yourself because what you received as a kid was very negative. And, again, that's a really tough ask for somebody to just keep on top of that all the time. You, you know, there's hardly anybody out there that can be 100% positive. Um, especially when they're interacting with other people, you need to kind of consider the space that they're in, the things they're going through. But if you put so much importance on someone being positive with you all the time uh, because it affects your mood otherwise, then you're kind of heading for a fall uh, because having that expectancy from someone else is going to eventually let you down. And therefore you're going to feel terrible inside yourself and feel that they just don't really care about you because they can't maintain that level of positivity around you. You may have learned that you don't deserve love, and no matter what someone offers you, it would never make any difference to how you feel. Um, Something, again, you would have developed in your childhood. If you never feel loved, then the people around you may not know how you prefer to receive it, regardless of what happens, is because you're going to be rejecting it all the time. If you keep giving to someone and they say that you don't love them, then you may have got it wrong. If someone is doing something to you, for you, and again, you don't feel like they love you, then maybe you're not quite understanding what your primary language is. Again, you may have gone into this low self-confidence, low self-worth. Um, and therefore you kind of you know there's a there's a job to do there within yourself about accepting who you are in order for you to be able to accept that someone can really care about you. And it's gonna be with maybe the same with other people that you come across as well. So the relationships that you've got in your life now, or someone that you're you're gonna meet in the future if they struggle with so low self-worth and low self-confidence. Again, maybe in an undeserving space, there's nothing that you can say and there's nothing that you can do that will change how they feel um, until they've done some work on themselves or unable to accept love, care for themselves. So it may not be as straightforward as knowing um, the five love languages that will change everything in your life for the better, but it will definitely help to strengthen the connections in any relationship if you are aware of what your primary style is and what their primary style might be too so to ask yourself this what is your love language could you openly express this to someone and then accept what comes in return if it's offered or can you start to recognize that actually, there are other ways in which other people can express this to you that you could start to accept. Are you in a relationship? Maybe where you've already made this clear to somebody and they just won't give it to you, no matter how many times you ask. Um, again, we need to then look at the dynamics of that relationship. If someone is completely aware of how you feel safe and secure and cared about within a relationship, but they're unable to or unwilling to offer that to you, um, then you're never going to feel completely fulfilled or cared about or loved in that relationship, and it's going to be a difficult ask for you um, to be able to sort sort of return love, be committed to that relationship, be connected in that relationship. And there's always going to be something missing there. Think about whether you've tried to get closer and more connected to somebody by giving them what they say they need and it's still never enough or vice versa. you've you've expressed that to someone and they're really trying, but you still don't feel it. We're looking at the self-worth, self-confidence there, what you deserve. So just be mindful of that because there could be a lot of deeper issues going on and um, ones that need to be addressed for you to be able to live a happy fulfilled and the quality of relationships that you could in life and if you nail this then you know you can really connect with people at a deeper level you can kind of really keep that meaningful side of that relationship going uh, because if you can tap into this with each other then you're always going to have some kind of knowledge subconsciously that the person you're with really cares about you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.